Hey, After Buzzers, welcome to an all new Better Things After Show here at After Buzz TV. Tonight, we're breaking down season one, episode two, called Period. So, obviously, we have a lot to talk about, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey everyone, thank you so much for coming back and joining us for episode 2 of Better Things here at AfterBuzz TV. I'm your host, Sam Davidson, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SamD43. I just have one lovely co-host. We're missing Renee tonight. She'll be back next week. But please introduce yourselves. Let us know where the fans can find you on Twitter. I'm Heather Yared. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Heather Yared. And of course, guys, don't forget to follow AfterBuzz TV at AfterBuzz TV on all social media platforms. We really are digging this show. Uh, I would love to know what you guys thought as well. We're going to be in the live chat. Heather's in there. So if you're watching and you're just being quiet, you know, one of you couple people out there watching live, please chat with us. We want to know what you thought. This is old school chat room style, and I love it. <laughs> it is, and it's pretty good, too. Yeah. It works good. A lot of opinions to come, especially for this episode. There are. So, <laughs> ah. What do you what are you thinking overall? Are you thinking this is more of a downer than you expected or are you is this what you expected? This is exactly what I expected and exactly why I'm watching it. Partially because my childhood growing up was quite similar. I think if it wasn't, if the din- dynamic with my mom wasn't semi close to this, I probably wouldn't tune in. Love it. Love that it's raw. Love that it does not in one iota of a bit strategically soften the dynamic between a daughter and a mother today and even 35 years ago because we see that with her and her mom so I think it's phenomenal I love it too it's weird because so guys me and Heather just met last (laughs) week when we started this show but we have a lot of weird stuff in common and I'm already learning so much from her both of us had these like we kind of had to grow up early situations 100% great way to say that yeah, and uh, I mean, my mother and I, I was on my way over here, and she was telling me, like, she thought I had shingles, which, God, now I hope I say it, like, on the, <laughs> to everyone, it's like, Sam has shingles next week, she can't be here. Um, <laughs> but she's, like, convinced because I was itching a little bit today, you know, that... Oh, so one of those. One yeah. of those, like, you got an itch, oh my God, it's shingles. I know, and I was like, why, why do you have to go to that? But it was a lot of fun seeing Sam and her mom, and, you know... It is all, the men are very few and far between in in what we've seen so far. Totally. And I think that this literally kicks feminism in the ass and frames it exactly how the episode was framed, which is like a period. Sometimes it sucks. Sometimes it sucks to be a woman. Sometimes the dynamic between a mom and daughter, no matter how old you are, we still have that 16-year-old inside of us that is like, mom, 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 I don't want to hear your sex stories. I don't want to hear about dad cheating. I don't want to hear any of that stuff. So leave me alone for a minute. (laughs) But when do periods not suck, though? I don't think there's ever a time... 100% 100% not. Unless, no, you're right, they don't. Because I was about to be like, oh, unless you want to get pregnant. But then if your period shows up, you're so pissed. Oh, yeah. Then yeah. you're going to be really yes, upset. Really hate it. <laughs> well, speaking of, you know, lady parts and such, I loved the gynecologist scene. That actress, for one, I don't know who she is. And I was just laughing. And it's like the, the character is not trying to be funny. And, it's, and I was just like, I don't know what it was, her accent or her like naivete or just like the way she treated Sam like, oh, you are such a crazy person. 
<laughs> you mean like how eloquent she was? How when she was like, please, please tell me I'm close to being a man. I loved that. I thought it was great. <laughs> There's other reasons I want to be close to being a man. One, the dating scene. That makes me want to be close to being a man. I won't be as sensitive. I yeah. mean, I've said that a million times. So I think I separate emotion from logic very well. And half of the reason I'm like, I think I'm supposed to be a dude is because of that. So I love that you just owned that, that you're sensitive. I am sensitive. Oh, I just good. read an article on BuzzFeed today about why it's okay. It is okay to be. God. Vulnerability is power, darling. It is. <laughs> that was really fun. We also got a small glimpse of her friends who were annoying. How right like on that. or cliche did you think that was? I That was one part I did find cliche. Right. It's almost like I feel she did a great job. Clearly this is supposed to be a complete emulation of her life. So God, if, if you have friends like that girlfriend, call me. I'll be your friend. I'll listen. I'll be engaging because these chicks were not completely in their own world. And then even her bringing up, I almost felt like a reverse jealousy thing there. Because yeah. when she said that she had, what, the ovaries of a 16-year-old? Yeah, it was, it? it was tubes something, you know. Yes, my reproductive system is like a 16-year-old. So fertile myrtle. And the one chick was like, well, why'd you bring it up? Do you want to be pregnant? I was like, really? Really? Is that what relationships, friendships are going to be like when we get older? Like, you said this. Does that mean this? Uh, I mean, listen. When we get older. I kind of I kind of feel like they're sometimes like that now. <laughs> no? Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's why, like, honestly, in the past year, I've cut some people, go, I'm like, listen, people, I can't, I can't deal with you much longer. It was brief. It was fine. I... There's part of this show, so I cover a different show called Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce, and it is one hour, but it is more of a comedy than this is, kind of. Yes. This is, sar- like, I don't know if it's satire, but sarcasm to the T. Yeah, it's not satire, but, like, it is definitely sarcastic, but yes. then there's those moments that it's like, oh, these are the moments in my life I would wish not to remember, and, oh, here I am now watching it. What a wonderful way to say that, Sam. It's good and it's bad because you get it, but then it's like, oh, it was that time that I choose to kind of compartmentalize out of my brain and I don't want to watch it. Sure, sure, sure. Staying For me, that would be a great case of like staying with those friends. Kind of just wanting to have someone else to talk to besides your daughters, right? So you go to your friends that really aren't there, aren't present, that would be something that I would love and have left in the past. Yeah. So that's a wonderful thing. Well, oddly enough, Sam has her mother living across the street, which is never, you know, blatantly said, but you see her running across the street. Yeah. At first, I wasn't really sure if that was her real mom. I don't know why, because we we hear her called Phil and then mom. So I was like, is this like a mom? Is this really a mom? Does her mom, I wonder if her mom lives across the street from her in real life. I know. I mean, it is supposed to be very autobiographical. <laughs> yeah, that would be so <laughs> so glad my mom does not live across the street from me. Well, yeah. <laughs> my mom does come and visit a lot. I love her so much. I really do. But uh it's very, you know, kind of the constant chatter, the and it's just talking. And then I love the conversation they had on the phone when Sam got back and then at the end of this whole tirade that probably took about an hour. The mother says, and I think I might sue. Oh, my God. (laughs) I don't, I can't, like, I I think personally that part of the show was closest related to me. When she starts cleaning, puts her on speaker, and the mom's answering herself, she's like, oh, blah, 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 blah. And then he said my arm, and then, I, you know, I think he'll stop if I sue him. You think so? Yeah, and she answers herself. Yeah. It's like when your mom, when you talk to your mom, right, is the conversation about you or is the conversation about her? Honestly, my mom is kind of obsessed with my life and it's nice, but it's also, you know, a little bit, a lot, but, you know, 
how great I'm so grateful to have someone that cares about me that yeah much. yeah yeah so my mom I again I thought this was like spot on god bless her I I work so much that I don't have time to let her speak her mind as much it was so similar it's like oh look I got a muscle my mom calls me she's like hey I did a squat I'm like mom how many squats how did you do a squat you fall off the couch was that a squat and she's like she's like no but she just wants to keep talking because she's by herself so this really struck a chord with me this almost made me like emotional especially in the sense when you see the daughter's destroyed the house they had a party took yelling in her face not cleaning all of the above then she calls her mother it was that moment when she thought i can't demand respect from my daughters unless i give respect to my mom that's what made her pick up that phone absolutely yeah and it made me terrified of being a mother because i get when things are so gross and bad it's like the only person that can take care of this clearly is myself so I'm just going to do it but the right thing would have been to make her children come home exactly at that time and be like you better freaking clean this you better clean it now yourselves I'm not going to do it for you yeah that's definitely not the her parenting style no not at all but but at the same time you reach that point where you're like going crazy oh my god and then you know the in a weird way the easy thing to do was to clean the house yes um and it's, I, I completely understand that's, it makes me not, I'm like, I'm not ready to have kids. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> not, so not ready to have kids. I would be so mad. I have little sisters and they're, you know, like 10 years between us. Couldn't have birthed them, but I get so <laughs> mad at them sometimes. And I, I love the scene that Sam had with Max in the car afterwards. Oh, calling her out. It Well, well first of all, that girl... I'm terrified that I was that kid. Were you? So let's let's get real here. Terrified that you were, or were you no, that kid? I was a really, I was a nice kid. But then what the, what the hell are you saying? You're terrified that you were that kid? Because sometimes, I mean, listen, I had had it up to here. My, you know, my parents put me through some crazy crap. They really did when I was super young. So I think there were certain times. And then my dad brought this ex soap opera actress into the the situation, like during their separation. And uh, she's now my stepmother, you know, the oh. the mother of my two little babies. So the are, woman that he was cheating on no, your mom No, different with? woman. Okay, okay, He okay, at okay, least, yeah. like, went up uh, in rank as far as that. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> they met. Went up in when, rank. Yeah. Oh, we have people in the chat. That's exciting. Yes, hey. yes, yes. I've been saying hello, but I didn't want to be rude. I wanted oh, to let no, you finish your it's story. Fine. <laughs> but it, saying stuff like Max said to her mom is... It sucks. That hurts so badly. You know, it sounds like she's been supporting the dad and it's kind of this opposite situation. So here's the deal with that, right? I I believe I was pushed to be that daughter just because of the arguing that my mom and I had. I don't think I'm naturally like that. But when you live with your mother full time, at the end of the day, no matter what, you're going to want to be with dad because mom's the punisher. Mom takes the heat. Mom's probably doing more work. But dad's not the one that's there to bear the brunt of it. So it's always going to be like, you're screwing dad. Again, super real life here, super uh, connected with that moment. I think the battle that she had, I don't know if I ever, I definitely didn't cross that line for that context, but I loved it when Sam literally said, you think your shit don't stink. Let me tell you, sweetheart, your shit does Mm -hmm. stink. I thought that was amazing because she needed to hear it. And I think it actually like resonated with Max in that moment. Yeah, I do. I think so. I do too, I but I did. also was afraid we were going to see a scene where she's like, oh my god, abuse. I feel like shit about myself, and I am just like... And I, Who, Sam or yeah, Max? No, Max. Oh, Max. Okay. 
And I, I was afraid she was going to pull some, like, oh, my God, I'm going to Child Protective Services. Like, she's getting cra- – I'm sorry, but she's getting a little – she's taking the – if I were to have gotten caught – doing so you know i would be like oh my god i'm so i would be so scared i'd be so worried yeah i would be i was raised with fear i definitely was raised with fear but i could never see her in this show threatening like going to child services unless that's what like really spoiled entitled kids do i wasn't spoiled and entitled so i don't know i would just like run or or drive away something like that but i don't know if she would ever do that i think it's we're just gonna see again this back and forth it's a it's bucking right they're going head to head she's ready to challenge her mom and she's doing it and her mom stepped up i do like that she talk, they talk to each other like they're friends. So that's good and bad. Again, I, that's why I kind of got curious with you about your relationship with your mom because I feel like mine was very much more of the friend. Since five years old, I was spoken to like an adult. Never was like a child. Yeah, nine. So, yeah. you know, you have a few years on me. But, <laughs> but still, it's a little... <laughs> it made us interesting people. It did. Guys. It did. Um, so Aunt from live chat says, I have more understanding of my mom sometimes. Now, I'm curious. Are you speaking about because of this show or in general as you get older because what I noticed while we're waiting on that response is when I hit about 26 and had the love of my life at that time cheat on me with a girl that was seven years younger and I caught them after we you know I sold him my car and we got us a new car and we were kind of taking that step and I caught them together in that moment being that devastated being on and off for only a couple of years that devastation made me pick up the phone call my mother and say hey I you know what I get it. You had two kids that looked like dad. And for 10 years, you put up with it. You got cheated on. And then you still kept going, not expecting to have to be a single mother. And I'm sorry, you know, that you had to deal with that. And from that moment forward, we got closer. So, okay, a little bit of both. Same here. I feel like this is what's great about shows is that this really makes you pick up the phone like Sam did to Phil when she got the kitchen and was yelling at her kids, you're like, you know what? I need to have that moment. That's what's so awesome about this show. Yeah, it is. It's very real and, you know, sometimes you be a little bit more real than I want it to be. <laughs> I mean, it's weird. I, I do feel like there is sometimes this whole, like, when I was younger and poor Duke is probably going to be like me. You know, she's probably <laughs> going to grow up and be like, you know what? I don't really like to think about this time of my life, but it was really crazy and messed up. Uh, but it's the kids. Like, they rationalize things, and also they forget things that they want to forget. Once you pass a certain age, you can't just forget things you want to forget as a normal human being. You think so? <laughs> I can I can it's them like, out of you. Uh, I can reiki them out of you, extract them from you with my... I have been watching Once Upon a Time a lot, <laughs> and they can do that with magical See, stones. I, I have magical stones that I can do that with for you. I have stones, like, but they they don't do that for me. I try, <laughs> and, and they just won't. I think someone else we should kind of, like, evaporate from the brain is a Sam's Mystery Man. That's, that's what I'm uh, still referring to him. Yeah, I don't know any details, but not. I, don't, I wasn't really a big fan. I did like that she used the condom under her daughter's... Thing though, yes. stand. <laughs> it's one of those moments again where there's that dichotomy of like, oh my god, I can't believe that's here. What's cool is that she put it back. My mother would definitely not have put it back. She put it back and then got it back out for her to use. Wild, wild. Yeah. You know what my mother also wouldn't have done? Would not have gotten on stage and talk about periods. That seminar seed was the key piece to this show. Well, so okay, what were they calling her up about? You know, uh, Sam went Frankie. 
the, you know, we don't really know what Frankie is. It's okay. Frankie's a child. Frankie can be whatever ever the hell Frankie wants to be. Um, because that's what she's doing. I think that's Sam's approach to, like, whatever they want to be and whatever they want to do. But Frankie, okay, we, we talked about this last week. How old are we? 12. 12. I, yeah, I'm not really sure. I'm not sure. But I, I know that they're old enough to have women's empowerment speeches, which and is what she was at. Have their periods. Yes. How hilarious how, was that? How old were you when you had your period? I, got, I was a late bloomer. I got mine at like 14 and a half. Okay. And I, my boobs were like an A cup. And then literally, I swear to God, within two weeks, when, at 15, within two weeks, I remember having an A bra. And then I had to go to a C. And then within maybe two weeks after that, within one month, my boobs went from an A to a D. <laughs> And a they just keep D? getting bigger. A D. Jesus. Yes. You don't even want to know what they are now. Mine was, went to a D when they I went on birth control when I was 16. <laughs> but Yeah, no, mine. I was a late bloomer. Yeah, so you bloomer. were just catching up. Yeah, and I caught up like real quick. Yeah. So quick that like other moms would call my mom and be like, I can't believe you're, you got your daughter a boob job. And like, no, they're real. My whole family is like well endowed with that. Me too. But it shows the cattiness of moms. But the moms weren't catty in this show. When she got up there and started talking about empowerment, she tried to do the same thing that I used to try to do when I started my coaching business, which is like stay by the book. Like, hey, Rosie the Riveter, we can do anything. And it didn't do dick, right? Nothing. None of the women got it. And then she asked her daughter to be a leader and started talking about periods. What a great way to bring people together. Don't you think so? Especially women. Yeah. You know, because it's like, okay, obviously somebody's lying. Come on, <laughs> guys. You can't deny that unless you're going to call yourself a man. So are you guys, like, you know, it's best to just accept and say, yes, I have had my period or yeah. I have not. And it definitely, I I was about to be 13, but I was 12, and I was with my stepmother, the soap opera actress. My mom was devastated. Oh, that she wasn't there for it. Yeah. Oh. She was really pissed. And when I went in, we were at the movie theater, and I came out, and I told my stepmom, because I didn't know what else to do, and she was like, I'll keep your secret, because I was like, please don't tell dad. I just like, uh, I feel oh, weird. cute. She's, nope, not so cute. She's, I'll keep your secret. Went out and goes, you will never believe what happened in the bathroom, but Sam doesn't want me to tell anybody. <laughs> uh -oh, uh -oh. I was just like, this isn't going to work between us. Like, we're going to hate each other forever. <laughs> and it's <laughs> and did it stay that way now forever? A little bit, yeah, a little bit. I mean, we try, we try. We, yeah. We really do. Did you say, have you ever told her? Have you ever been like, from that moment when you came out of the movie theater bathroom and told dad about my It period. was before that moment, like, that I knew that I, you know, was not a big fan, but, yeah. uh. It that then and there I was like this is war. You're like game over, game over. But at least Frankie didn't get upset with her mom. She said, "I love you, but I hate you." At the same time, at the end of that, I really, really loved that interaction because you know it's this young girl that's kind of rising above this, seeing the greater good that her mother just did. Yeah, yeah, totally. And being totally. like, "I'm so embarrassed," but whatever. She probably kind of loved it because she's all for women empowerment. She wanted to cut her clit off last week. I know, right? Yeah. I thought it was a, so. I, I have to be, you know, I have to disagree on that note. I didn't like the hug. I thought that was out of the whole episode. I think that was the most um, inauthentic for me. You don't like that child. Um, oh, I love the child. I think she's amazing, especially after the fact that she literally was the leader and put up her hand. I just choice. think that the way that that at that hug at the end happened, that is like, I love you, mom. Like, nah. If your relationship's like that at home with your kids, like, we know there's not going to be that huggy moment in front of everybody. It's probably going to be like, it's probably going to be that smirk. Like, if it's real life, I bet Frankie would have like smirked and and 
clapped the hands because she had to, but deep down loving her mom in that moment and because she really did feel cool, but she wouldn't want to show her mom that she actually loved her. So that's what I think. So no, I, it's nothing against a child. It's just the idea of how they wrote that moment, that hug to me was inauthentic. But what I do love is what a great way to talk about sharing a burden. You know, our periods are a shared burden. That's something that we all can relate to. We all suffer. We all bleed, she says. But if we stick together and have each other's backs, then everything's going to be okay. So it was a great way. Who who has, whose Aunt Flo has sipped a shale? Uh, ship has sailed. And then she asked about the young ones who hasn't. And how cute. You have to admit, when the little one that hadn't started her period yet, she was like, She's like, who hasn't started? She was like, me. It's like that excitement. Were you excited before? She's my favorite. Ah. The the young one, Duke. Oh, was I, it Duke that raised her hand? I thought it was just a random chick in the audience. No, that was Duke. That Aww. was a little one. And she's just like, I can't wait. You know, she's excited. Were you like that? Were you excited? I was excited for glasses. I think I was probably excited. I was for excited my for glasses too. Glasses, braces, and my period. Yeah. That's so weird. Mm-hmm. But I thought that was really authentic too. We have more people in the live chat. Yes, Renji. I love my mom. There were times we butted heads a kid a lot less in my 20s, but still love her. Absolutely. As you get older, the dynamic changes, which they tell us anyway, but we don't necessarily believe it. Yeah, we're like, whatever. Yeah. Leave it when I see it. Yeah, and again, I, I truly feel that our interactions with our moms, depending, some people have that, like, leave it to beaver relationship, but... For the large majority, I think everyone, again, is still 16 at heart when it comes to kind of dealing with their moms and and that interaction, even when you have your own kid. You don't want to be taught how to raise your kid and having someone try to do that or at least try to talk to you about themselves sometimes gets irritating, but I think it's great. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I think it's very good. It's a very good way. And that that little shift in of sentimentalness with the sarcasm, is that that a word, sentimentalness? Um... We'll make it a word. <laughs> I make up words all the time. Sentimentality. Oh, wow. We read that in our minds at the same time. Yeah, well, you know. Oh, look. We're already in sync. See? Yeah, that absolutely. was that psychic ability coming through to you. There we go. <laughs> there was one part that I forgot to mention. Because Which one? it was probably the most depressing part, but important. When she goes to location as an actress in, you know, full uniform as an alien of some sort. It I'm looks assuming. like Star Trek. Yeah, some kind of Star Trek reboot, which, you know, is happening. And uh, then, because I'm working on a TV show right now. Yeah. And they're about to shoot 105 in Vancouver, Canada. They're in Canada. And, you know, the script isn't coming out till like, Saturday, and they're starting on Monday. So it is very, like, things and characters are getting cut, and it's crazy. But to have to fly you know, this actress out there and put her in full makeup and then tell her, yeah, we'll pay you for the time you're here, but she's expecting this bigger check. How crappy. (laughs) She just keeps getting blow after blow. Every time we see her almost get there, she keeps getting knocked down. She's so inspirational because she knows she has three kids to raise and knows she has to pick herself up, and I think that's maybe what drives her, but it's really fun and inspirational to watch, I think. (laughs) When she's Posting the selfies. Well, we, we don't want you to post any selfies or do any type of... And then she's literally, like, spreading her legs and sticking her tongue out. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Raw yeah. and amazing. I love it. <laughs> I would do the same freaking thing. And the fact that it keeps getting compared to Louis, I think, is doing it an injustice. I mean, Louis's great, right, the show, but this is completely different. It is. She's not a stand-up comic. I would get if she was a stand-up comic and she was you know it was that was the premise of the show right. but this it's this motherhood um 
for millennials. Because to me, I guess I'm technically considered a millennial, but like the beginning and... The kids, I really think millennials, you have to have been born after 95, and that's really... Yeah, I don't agree with what they're classifying as a millennial either. It's like all yeah. the way back to 1980. Yeah, like I was doesn't born in 87, so it doesn't really make sense. But this like raising millennials and then being this parent that was also raised in a different kind of culture, you know, single moms are there and they, and it's just kind of this whole other dichotomy. Because think about 50s and 60s, you know, we were so used to watching things. I love I Love Lucy, one of my favorite shows. But none of those shows had to do with any kind of single parent, really. Yeah, this is the first time we see a very open conversation, a stage presence about having your period. She opens with a gynecological exam. She literally says, oh, you might find some contamination or something in there. Like, hello. And the, I, mean, <laughs> I was just like, I love it. Like, again, it almost is like, it's not Amy Schumer, but kind of the content is pushing the envelope and it's great. We do not see single moms like you just said. We do not normally see periods, gynecological exams, however you say that. And it just being so blatant. And a mother yelling at her daughter and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And there's also, as much as I, you know, felt uncomfortable during the, uh, you know, exam, <laughs> I thought to myself, like, Yep, those are one of the moments I think I am maybe able to delete because there's super weird noises. And then she looks at you, you know, like... Wait, so why did it make you uncomfortable? Because, well, first of all, who likes that? What, when the when the doctor's sticking her fingers inside yeah, you? Yeah, I just... Like a he or she, it doesn't matter, just any gynecological, you just don't like it? Yeah, I just... Who, who likes that? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think people are indifferent. Like, I'm indifferent. I don't not like it. Like, Is it's it, not uncomfortable for me. It's like you going... I mean, I hate the dentist, but I kind of put those two oh, wow. together. Wow, so a dental experience is similar to you to go to the gyno. Yeah, I put them off as much as possible. Wow, interesting. I mean, I wonder. Guys, I actually would be really interested to know if you all agreed with me because I've been thinking about this for a while and I think those two are about equal as far as uh, you know, go I'm a, I want to go to the gynecologist. I want to go to the dentist. <laughs> this is it's time. I mean, that's why they have you make them in advance because they know you're not going to want to do it. Oh my! So I I will do it only. I don't want to go because it takes time out of my day from working or doing something else important. Other than that, it just doesn't. It's like eh, whatever. I guess I need to go. Yeah, I don't, you know, not a fan. I Honestly, love it. Oh, so that really got you in like watching the opening episode. Yeah, and then like the noises that were happening, I was like, oh God, yeah, I know that they're weird. You're like, what the hell? Love it. See, that's what they were trying to achieve. I guarantee what you're saying right here, this is why they're doing it, outside of it being very similar to her life. Yeah, well, kudos to them. Yes, good job. Good On that job. note, like, what do we think is going to happen? Let's get into some quick predictions. It's a slice of life show, but at the same time, there are some extending storylines. You're after Buzz TV. Oh, wow. I feel like your psychic powers. <laughs> they are. They're exuding out. I kind of got, I said periods last time and it was about periods. You did? Oh, I did. That is so weird. Yeah, I probably will not nail it this time because I said that. Um, the next one, I think we're going to see more sex and more information on her and her Mr. Mistress. What do you call a mistress? A woman's a mistress. That What's is the- so messed up. What is the, yeah, what do you call the dude side of that? Because women are mistresses. What is the man's name? I was going to, ugh. 
I don't even know. I'm going to think about this. It makes me angry that we don't have a name for that. Maybe we might. We're not sure. Do we? Is there a name for men that are mistresses? Let us know. Yeah. I probably, I think I would know that because I would get angry about it. But whatever. So I think we're going to see more of her Mr. Mistress and maybe a little bit more about his storyline. I think we're going to have to find out more about the ex. Uh, I'm going to guess episode five-ish he's going to come in and shake some things up. You just made me think of this. I also am going to add to my premonition. It's a called Sam, a prediction, not a premonition. Thank you for that correction. High fives. You know, you're always on top of your But game. it is a prediction or premonition. Love you. Love you. <laughs> we see the dynamic between Sam and Phil, her mom, and her mom passes out on the vodka, which I love vodka, by the way, before she can say, why did you marry my father? Why did you marry my father? She didn't answer. Something is going to come up about the mom-dad dynamic, meaning Sam with her father. Yeah. I feel like we're going to get insight to that. Mom pretend passed out, I'm pretty sure. You think so? Yeah. And she just, uh, manstress, Urban Dictionary. That's what it's called. Thank you, Steve. Manstress. A manstress. Okay. I like that. Yeah, manstress. Manstress, mistress. I would at least hope that this manstress would be more, you know, attractive, but apparently he probably has probably, you know, it's probably so sad. He probably has three kids at home. Yeah, yeah, Ringy was like, it looks like it was weird foreplay. Totally, totally awkward. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't anything, you know. And I I would like to say that Sam should know better, but Sam doesn't have time for stuff, and she's busy. She has time trying to be famous, baby. Oh, oh that was the worst. I don't, I can't even talk that'll, about that. That'll keep that, us honestly. here another, another 30. Yeah, <laughs> but I also think that Max is going to continue to get worse, and... Uh, I think your mom's going to fight back. Yeah, and I, I love the mother. So glad that character was introduced in the show. Cannot wait to see more about her. Yes. On that note, guys, please let us know what you all think and what kind of predictions or anything you have for the show and just what it brings out of you because this is weird and I wasn't expecting this, but it's bringing out a lot about, I think, both of us. Love it. That's why I'm watching it. I was like, I can't wait because I always talk about this being a reality and everyone's like, nah, I'm like, wait and see. So it's very much so. Absolutely. So thank you all for tuning in and uh, we will see you next week. Please comment and rate and subscribe. Where can we find you, Heather, on social media? You can find me at Heather Yared on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, you guys can find me, Sam Davidson, SamD43, Twitter and Instagram, SamDavidsonEntertainment.com and use the hashtag ABTVBetterThings. We would love, love, love to keep the conversation going. So we will see you all next week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.